Welcome to Wine Not, a podcast by SA Winos for our monthly wine club members. In this, the final episode of Shiraz Month, we will be tasting Noble Hills Feel Atlas from 2018. This is a red blend that we discussed in depth, actually, uh, on our special episode that we recorded with the winemaker. Um, obviously, it's going to be available wherever you're finding this podcast, so I highly recommend you go back and listen to that after listening to this wonderful content that we're providing for you today. Francois, the friendly face of SA Winos down in Austin, how are you doing this evening? Doing fantastic, Brian. We are joined once again by Randy and Allie. Hello. Hi. And joined by probably my favorite red we currently have in the warehouse. I love just about, you know, everything Noble Hill makes. Yeah. Um, but I especially love this wine. I think um, to to fully appreciate it, I know you referred people back to the podcast. You should listen to um, the episode that we had with Christopher Tillery from Noble Hill. Um, the sheer passion that he has for his winemaking standards, um, the knowledge that he you know kind of walked us through and the process that he follows. And I mean, if you go read, I'll just give you a little bit of a preview. If you go read his fact sheet on this field atlas, there's stuff I don't even know what it means. So <laughs> the wine the wine is oxygenated daily via remontage and delistage de before being racked into large format concrete tanks, which I don't even know what those are. You know why it's oxygenated daily? I'm not sure, no. It keeps those yeast cells happy and vibrant so that none of them go stale or die out. Um, Makes sense. Which leaves off a real weird odor and funk. So by oxygenating daily, those yeast cells are happy, healthy, and ready to ferment. So that's fantastic. Didn't know. Um, and then I'm, I'm guessing remontage and delistage is either maybe from the top or the bottom. I'm guessing. Um, and then concrete tanks... Uh, and 225-liter French oak barrels at the end of primary fermentation. It is then matured 18 months before bottling. So, yeah. I mean, go listen to that cast. He walks through all of this stuff. Uh, it, one of the things that he noted um, specifically is that this is a vineyard that grows in uh, granite. Yeah. So, the... Um, pH here is lower. It's either lower it's or higher. Is, I don't know. It's more, whatever more alkaline is. <laughs> lower, uh, lower. Lower than uh, some of the surrounding areas. And I, I think you can actually taste it. The, the tannins in here, um, acidity is, is not as, as, as high as I think the other two that we had. Um, with that being said, this is a blend. It's not 100% Shiraz. But it's 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 intentionally done, right? And he does discuss why he blends this this way. I was going to say he actually started. We kind of prompted him to start talking about this through asking him about his blending process. Which, if you you know listen back to the the Noble Hill uh, episodes, uh, we talked about only like one to two percent of his you know uh, of of the bottle is a, a different type of varietal of grape, where it may be listed 
as uh, one, you know, as like this one is a Shiraz. Well, he's got Syrah, which we discussed, synonymous, one and the same. Um, but then he's got two different types of varietal on this single varietal mm-hmm. wine. Um, but he talked about all that. And as he was talking about it, he brought up Field Atlas, which I had not had at the time when we recorded that episode. I got so excited just listening to him talk about Field Atlas. And then when Francois announced on that cast that that was going to be in this month's wine club, literally almost started clapping on the podcast. <laughs> I started fanboying out. It was fantastic. Yeah. Highly recommend listening back. I'm, so obviously I could give you all the information. It's better to go listen to the winemaker. He, he'll provide plenty, um, plenty more knowledge about field Atlas. What I will say about this that makes it interesting is he does co-fermentation uh, in this bottle. So, uh, all of these, the grapes that you're tasting that are in the uh, the final blend are co-fermented right off the field. Uh, and that's pretty unique. That's there's, This is one of the only ones in our portfolio that I know that does it. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. And the next time we interview him, maybe we ask him about it. I'm not sure what that does to the flavor profile, honestly, but it's an interesting fact that um, he does list ver- this first thing on the f- on the fact sheet. <laughs> so, yeah. um, very interesting uh, winemaker. Definitely listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, y'all have do y'all have a pairing to go with this with uh, this Shiraz as well? We do. So, because this is a little bit milder, um, <clears throat> we are going to be pairing it with a chocolate chip cookie. Ooh, just a regular Toll House. This isn't homemade chocolate chip. Uh, but Toll House, I do enjoy. So we'll be doing that pairing. Brian and Avery, do you want to go through your tasting notes really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Avery, what do you got? For sure. So when I smell this, it has that initial juicy smell to it. And then there's something um, kind of on the back end of that smell that almost is a little bit like it's sweet, but it's kind of like a caramely sweet, syrupy sweet. Um. I look Noble Hill. There's never a wine that I've had from Noble Hill that I didn't just love. And this fits exactly into that category. The blends that are made are his, fantastic. His estate white. I almost, again, nerded out on him when we had him on, you know, interviewing him because it was so good. It was so different. Um, this fits in that same mold. It, when you see that it's like a, you're like, oh, you hear that it's a red blend. You're like, ah, okay, I've had red blends. You haven't had a red blend like this. Yeah. I guarantee it. Um, oh, my gosh. That sounded spicy. Getting wild over there with your with your stirring up. Uh, what I'll say about this is just like other Noble Hill wines, we talked about the minerality in the wines that we've tasted before. It is definitely in this mm-hmm. big time, um, but in a very, very complimentary way. Um, it it adds to the juicy, uh, like it sounds counterintuitive, but it adds to the juiciness with like the chalky, uh, like, um, minerality in this wine. There's also that black pepper that comes through as well. Like Big I definitely time. can smell that for sure. Yeah. I 100% agree on the pepper note in the, on the, on the nose, if you will. Francois is actively rolling. Francois, stop playing with your wine. We like to... Wait. Yeah, I smell the pepper too. Yeah, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's amazing. So the the 2018 is 90% Syrah, uh, eight Mouvedre, two Viognier. Uh, 
it's as stated um a single varietal because again something that christopher explained is single varietals as long as they're 80 percent of that varietal they can be sold as a varietal um so that's why when he sells some of his Nuvedras and whatever if it has a little bit of Viognier in it it's okay um you, you can still call it Mouvedra so um he can put whatever he wants in this bottle now I'm gonna drink it I think <laughs> honestly yeah and and I I think what I really like about this right is <clears throat> fantastic wine just great price right it's um $19 bottle uh if you include shipping online, it's listed at twenty-five, but that's six dollars goes worth shipping the bottle. Um, but if you come to the warehouse, it's a nineteen-dollar bottle. That's you're not going to find very many red wines of that quality at that price. It's you're also this, not well, going to find the red wine experience that you get in this bottle because yeah. it ships with a full-on like wrapped. It's a wrapped bottle. It's got yeah. like artwork on the wrapper on the outside. You can tell, like I, I love. A drinking experience so whether that's like you know a corked and caged beer like ooh, kind of special mm-hmm. i like that or I like, like I, especially especially the mountains turning blue on a good course light hey ooh. listen that is an experience my friend Nothing but you know that beer is ready to drink in the shower when those mountains turn absolutely. blue absolutely but like this the the wrapper on this is beautiful like the like you know that whatever is inside this wine has been it's been cared for like they're mm-hmm. not just selling you some blend that just gets money out the door. No, this is uh, an example of like what Christopher and the people at Noble Hill want you to taste, and it doesn't doesn't disappoint at all. Mm-mm. So uh, I'm I'm seeing you chow down through those cookies. So I'm assuming that that pairing didn't disappoint either. <laughs> no, the pairing. Again, I think of the wines we had tonight. This is probably the mildest. Okay. Um, which is why I paired it with the milk chocolate chip cookies. I think it can go very well with lamb. Um, it stand up to pretty much everything else that we paired it with. But I, I, I think the subtleness of the field atlas is definitely, um, it's better paired with something that's not quite as intense as like a braised lamb. Yeah, no, and it is interesting. So it is you know what let's let let uh, your guests uh, go through their pairing to see if it if it actually measures up because i want to make sure that you're not like pinching their leg under the table to make sure they're saying the right things oh, um, no. okay all right all right Allie, how what, what do you think of this one um well the pairing with the cookie or no just what do you think of the wine and then we can talk about the cookie as well uh this is one of my favorite wines ever um the color is beautiful like looks like a ruby yeah and it smells kind of plummy yeah pairing with the cookie i mostly just remembered how much i love toll house cookies so that kind of (laughs) a big distraction for me fair fair okay we'll bring very terrible cookies next time we can pairing why we can focus on stuffed Oreos, maybe stuffed Oreos. <laughs> I can request anything, Randy. So, uh, yeah, I'd say what's different than the previous wines you tasted tonight is this one's not as you know. You said peaks and valleys earlier. I think 
-hmm. it's a lot more mild it's balanced and refreshing i think um it's more about the undertones right like and uh the quote uh hurt from the wire it's so uh understated it put the b in subtle (laughs) 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 Um, but it is for me the closest like it's one of like she said it's one of my favorite wines it's one of the it's like the closest thing to when you imagine what a good red wine tastes like in your head mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't want to say generic because it's kind of a bad term Te- but like textbook textbook yeah. yeah thank you like textbook like what yeah. a good red wine is like it's the closest thing i've had to what's in my brain yeah. um and the uh pairing with the cookies kind of you know they say like salt doesn't necessarily make things taste salty it just makes them taste more like themselves yeah. um like i feel like it's that way like the cookie had more cookiness to it um yeah I, yeah. yeah so I, I would agree. It's like the Toll House chocolate had, like, chocolate flavor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like it's a supporting role, but it's the uh, better than the lead actor. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. The, the, so, <laughs> that's true. I just want to appreciate Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to unpack what we've discovered here on this episode. Plummy. That's a new descriptor. One of my favorite descriptors that I've heard so far. Plummy. And the, the cookies taste more cookie-like. Uh, which didn't know was possible, but I'm in. I, I like that's yeah. fantastic. So the cookie is the uh, supporting actor who gets nominated for an Oscar, and the lead actor doesn't even get mentioned. That's yeah. what I'm okay. Yeah, right. yeah. This is this is the the um, the Joe Pesci of mob movies. It's the it's the Heath Ledger of of Superman of uh, Marvel movies yeah. or of like a DC comic movie. Correct. Yeah, correct. that's good. Christian yeah. Bale can whisper, but he can't act. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad everybody is enjoying this one. This, obviously, when, when we announced it on the last episode, it was one that I was very much looking forward to because, and the reason I put it last is very intentional. Okay. So everything else is 100% Shiraz, and Shiraz has its own thing, right? It's super peppery, super... Uh, you know, we describe it leathery and earthy. And just as we're recapping what we've tasted this season, finishing on this one, to me, this is a good example of how Shiraz is used as the primary grape or primary varietal. Sorry, that's my dog. He's having a time. (laughs) He also agrees. Um, (laughs) This is a very good example of how it's used um, to just make fantastic blended wine, right? And this is 90% Shiraz. Most people wouldn't even consider that being much of a blend, but every other grape here is intentionally added to balance out all of the other things that you had. Yep. And kind of <clears throat> those peaks and valleys, to Randy's point, in the other bottles. So that's why we finished with it. I didn't want to lead with this because it's kind of, normally if you were doing a tasting and you were doing this with your friends, this would be the first one you would serve. Thank you for answering that, Francois, because I was yeah. I was wondering because this is this is a more subtle wine, and yeah. us in this tasting uh, environment, we're not drinking full glasses. I mean, well, I did start off with a pretty pretty hefty pour, uh, but like <laughs> we're not drinking full glasses of wine, so our palate's not getting absolutely wrecked. Um, yeah. But it is interesting that you chose that for that reason. I appreciate that because you do see the difference. The 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 being subtle. Love yeah. I love that. I love the wire. Anyway, uh, the you know the subtleness of that wine, like it, the care comes across, and I know yeah. that 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 term kind of gets thrown around a lot, but you can tell that 
it was a purposeful blend in that bottle and uh, it accentuates all the right notes in Shiraz or Syrah grape as we've learned in this season. First of all, I feel like we've learned a ton just in these, in these three episodes. We've learned Shiraz and Syrah. Same, same. Same Uh, thing. Plummy, more cookie. Love that. Cookie increases the cookiness. Yeah, yeah, it increases the cookiness, the the cookie output. If you play with your wine on the table by rolling it around in a glass, you can smell it better. Learn that in this yeah. season. Can't ever have enough lamb. You can't have enough lamb. You literally <laughs> lamb is the the Swiss Army knife of cooking. It is. Um, uh, about Christina. I was going to say Christina came to the Cape in 1699. That's going to be on the test. I hope you guys are taking notes. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, no, Christopher followed through big time uh, with Field Atlas. So, Francois, I think we've did. I think we've done it. We have conquered Shiraz, aka Syrah, in South Africa this month. Yeah. If the listeners have any further questions, which I doubt they do, because we've answered all of them already. <laughs> um, but if they have any questions, uh, can they reach out to you and the Sa Wino folks uh, on social media? Always, yeah, yeah. Reach out to us. Follow us on Instagram. Sa Winos on Instagram. Same on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> drop us a follow. Leave us a review if you've been to the warehouse. Always greatly appreciated. Um, more importantly, if you're looking for more information about the wine, uh, I know I directed people in the last episode. Definitely, we'll do it again. The, the vineyards' websites are very good uh, resources. Uh, if you have specific questions that you don't see answered. Drop us a drop us a note. Send us a direct message on Facebook. Send us an email. We do have a contact form on the website. Um, we're very excited for the September release. Uh, we are trying to make it a Mediterranean release, so it should be either a Spanish or or, or Portuguese wine uh, month. If not, we have some other plans in store. It's a little bit of a logistic. Uh, uh, stuff to get sorted but but we we hope to have those in time for this month's release um shiraz month again uh if you do like any of these they are fairly limited the misha only has 800 cases of which i think in the warehouse we have right around 200 remaining uh so definitely if if you're at all interested in that one jump on it uh, it will go quick. The Christina, we have like five cases remaining, so definitely get on that. Field Atlas is also running low. Uh, I think for the 2018 vintage, uh, we can no longer order it, so that's what you're currently having. 2019 is currently available, so if we do re, which we will, uh, re-up the, the, the Field Atlas, it'll be the next vintage. So if you like this specific vintage, uh, definitely go um and order some either in person or on sawinos.com if you're looking to join the wine club sawinos.com is the best spot to do that we have our three uh six and twelve bottle memberships either every month uh, every other month or every three months as well thank you randy and ally absolutely thanks for having us for joining us on this month's cast we really appreciate it we will have future casts with more guest tasters um, maybe in 20 years, we'll have uh, uh, little Brian and Avery on as well. Um, <laughs> as, she, as she stated, if, if this cast is still going, we do promise that she can join and do a tasting with us. <laughs> it's just 16 years from now, she'll be on. 15 years, it'll be fine. 
So yeah, if 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 you're at all interested in uh, hearing, you know, 16 years from now, the <laughs> the, the uh, other little Brian and Avery joining us, just you know, keep supporting and keep listening to the podcast. Brian, Avery, anything you want to say about Shiraz Month? This is one of my favorites. Absolutely. I, I knew she was going to say that. Um, you know, I love these like the single varietal months, like the what I call like the tastings, the verticals the or the horizontals, I guess, uh, where we get to dive deep into a style of wine. I love that. Um, and I these are three of my favorites, uh, the favorite winemakers that we have in the club that we've had in the club so far. Yes. Um, just phenomenal all around. Thank you so much, Francois, for letting us join. And, uh, you know, thanks you guys for all listening and, uh, telling the, the fine folks that I say winos in the warehouse in South Austin, how much you like the podcast. So we appreciate it. Yep. Randy, Allie, anything on Shiraz month you want to wrap up with? I agree. One of the better months. One of the better months. <laughs> uh, I think it's been said. Okay. <laughs> That's great. All right. Really good wine. Perfect. So thanks everyone for joining us. Can't wait to have everybody join us again for the September tastings to be determined at the moment. So we'll see you on those.